More and more people are moving to cities, and that's going to affect almost every industry. We are very cautious and very aware to make a conscious effort to work with the ecosystem. What can the average person do to take action now? Not one person can change the world, but if we all do a little something different, it might help. Being open to embracing innovation. Know that you can make a difference. A absolutely. There's no excuse not to even do a little bit. Let's go check it out. Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to Going Green. As always, we appreciate it. A real quick shout out to our sponsor, Triwa. Triwa is a watch company that creates watches made from recycled plastic and deconstructed metal from guns. Uh, they're doing awesome things. They are my favorite watch company. I wear a lot of watches, I collect watches, and I have not taken off my watch from them since I received it. It's amazing. So if you are looking for a cool watch with a good cause uh, or as a gift, check out Triwa, Triwa.com. They are an amazing company. And let's get right back to that amazing content. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Going Green. I'm really excited today to talk to our guest joining us from across the ocean in England. We've got Lorraine Dahlmeyer. She's a biologist and environmental scientist really amazing background and now she's transitioned into the entrepreneur world and is just doing amazing things i don't even want to butcher your intro anymore because you've done so much stuff so uh, i just want to welcome lorraine onto the show lorraine thanks for being here thank you so much for having me dylan it's fantastic to be here and yeah i'm really looking forward to this uh, this podcast yeah so before we were chatting you're getting me all excited on just your story so i kind of want to get it out there. Um, tell us a little bit about your background and kind of how Formula Botanica got, I don't want to say got started, but how you got involved with it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm a biologist and a chartered environmentalist, and I worked in international energy for years, actually. I was based all over the world. I lived in Russia for a few years. I was over in California. I've been in Australia. You know, I've worked quite internationally and I was involved with big environmental projects. Um, I decided oil and gas wasn't for me because it's not that sustainable, let's be fair. Uh, so I moved into renewables, loved that as well. I was designing onshore wind farms. I was you know, traveling a lot with that. Um, but I kept hitting a glass ceiling at work and I thought, yeah, I really do want to work for myself. So when I had my first baby, I was on the sofa, I was watching the BBC's Apprentice and I was watching them make this iPhone app. And I thought, you know what? I can do this too. I think I was slightly sleep deprived, you know, new mother, baby wouldn't sleep, constantly feeding. And I was, I was a bit like, I'm going to build an iPhone app and I'm going to build it on DIY beauty. And so I did, which is pretty crazy, really, given that I had my baby in tow with me. And uh, it was really well received. It was downloaded in over 100 countries. I got featured in lots of magazines and newspapers. And I thought, okay, we're onto something here. Now I'm going to make my own skincare. And so I, I took an online course uh, with what was at the time Formula Botanica. I was one of its first ever students and I loved it. And I thought, you know what? I've learned how to formulate cosmetic products using botanical natural ingredients, you know, herbs and barks and petals and seeds and roots. And I thought, this is changing my life. This is amazing. At this point, I had a blog, you know, I had a following online already. And then I thought, hang on a minute, I could teach other people to do this too. So rather than actually starting my skincare brand at that point, I actually bought the school I trained with. And it was just me at that time. You know, it was supposed to be like my side hustle it was going to be like an hour a day. And here we are almost seven years later. And I now have like 
38 staff and we have 11,000 students in 170 countries and we teach people online how to make their own natural skincare and hair care and hopefully at some point in the future makeup as well. And yeah, it's been a phenomenal success and an amazing roller coaster ride. And yeah, I'm hugely proud of it. So that's where we are today with Formula Botanica. Yeah, I mean, you should be proud. That is seriously the dream. I mean, going to a school and then ultimately buying it. And what I think is really cool too is kind of, you know, when you talk to certain people who have sort of that entrepreneurial mindset, you're always challenging yourself. You're always looking to grow. And I love when you sort of mentioned, like, I hit that glass ceiling and you were sort of looking for, something new to expand. And I think that's sort of like the power of digital media is you were watching a TV show and you got inspired and was like, I can go do that. And you went out and did it and made it happen. So to anyone who's listening and watching, like go out, if you have that vision or you have that passion, go out and do it and just take those steps and you never know where it's going to lead you to. I mean, here we are today and you're running this business with people all over the world. Um, how uh, like how did your passion for environmentalism and biology start like when was that first sort of step in the career path taken <laughs> probably as a child to be honest i mean i used to wear greenpeace t-shirts to school when i was like 7 years old <laughs> with like climate change slogans on them and that this was in the 80s you know so we're we're slightly predating the big movement that we're seeing now um so it's always been hugely important to me and i I remember thinking, I have my biology degree, I need something really tangible, I need to be able to go into the workplace and do something with this. And so I went and studied environmental impact assessment and auditing and management systems, which was in such hot demand at the time in the early 2000s that everyone on my master's degree was instantly like snapped up into jobs. And I thought, okay, I'm really onto something here. And I landed you know, an amazing job with a, a big oil and gas company at the time I was working in the Russian Far East on the craziest projects you could imagine with like endangered whales and critically endangered eagles and endangered salmon and everything was going wrong that could go wrong. But every single step of the way, I was just driven by this love of, of nature and wanting to do the right thing by the environment. And I bring that into what we do nowadays as well at Formula Botanica, you know, because it's all about formulating sustainably and using using ingredients that are sustainable as well, as well as natural to sort of tap into that feeling of well-being that people seek in their, their products nowadays. So um, tell us like a little bit about the sort of the journey from taking the, the courses on Formula Botanica to growing it because like I, um, I went to college, I never got my master's or anything. I, I'm a firm believer in like educating yourself, reading, and I take a lot of online courses actually, but I don't think I would ever go back to grad school because I just like self-educate at my own pace and then I go out and apply it, um, which I think is really powerful. And with the ability to, you know, use the internet and courses like that, it's, it's really a no brainer. So how did you like find it? How, what was the course process like? And then how did you ultimately take that and eventually build the, build a business and buy it? Like what was that whole process like? I completely agree with you, first of all. I think online training is going to really start rivaling universities and sort of standard formal education to the point that I think we might overtake it at some point if we haven't already. And I, I hear a lot of stories about universities going out of business. I think online education is the future. Um, so I, I found this small course just by Googling, reading, because I knew there must be something out there that could teach me how to formulate. And 
the course I bought and took at the time was nice. It was good. It gave me the grounding I needed. Having a background in science really helped, I have to say, because I knew what I was talking about when I was talking about the anatomy of the skin, for instance. I had done that already. Um, and then I, I, I found myself in my kitchen, you know, making body butters and making emulsions. And I thought, actually, this is really quite straightforward. Anyone can do this. And then, of course, I thought, well, hang on a minute, I'm changing my life with this. Imagine how many other people could learn how to do this, because anyone can formulate, anyone around the world could learn how to make their own body butters or lotions or cleansers or shampoos or whatever it is that you want to make. Um, at the time, I just had another baby, actually. I have two sons now, and um, I thought this is maybe a little bit much to take on. I was on maternity leave, but I thought, you know what, this is my real ticket to freedom here. Um, so I hired a legal team. I had my toddler on one hand, my, my breastfeeding baby on the other, <laughs> and then my legal team sort of helping me along and I bought the school. And at that point, it was really just supposed to be me. It was supposed to be my side hustle. I would go back to my day job. And then I started to study digital marketing, which I'm a big fan of, and started to put some of those um, components into place. And before long, I was reaching thousands of people. And yeah, it snowballed around me and I quit my job and went home to be with my kids and run my business at the same time. Again, I never had the, this dream of us getting to the stage we are now, but <clears throat> I mean, we're huge now and we have massive plans for growth. Um, but these things, yeah, it, it just sort of overtook me at some point and the digital marketing grew and grew and grew and more people came on board and uh, yeah, here we are today, multi-million pound teaching empire online. And uh, yeah, as I said earlier, I was super proud of it. That's so cool. I mean, seriously, you should be proud of it. Like building up, you know, a company that big, scaling it is really, that's not easy at all, especially when you got a lot going on, especially when it's just sort of starting as your side hustle. It's exciting when like that side hustle starts to grow and grow and you're like, oh, wow, this could really be my, not only my full-time hustle, but like something I'm passionate about too. Um, I remember like two, three years ago, just talking with some friends and thinking, you know, man, like our education system as a whole is kind of outdated like we're paying so much for college um and then you know we'll kind of keep this evergreen but like coronavirus hit and it really kind of forced everyone online and um i think you know personally we'll be seeing a huge transition of people taking those traditional routes and taking more you know online courses so obviously coronavirus is horrible, but I do think, you know, major industries will be affected by it. And, and the, the companies and the people that are going to emerge positively are the mm -hmm. ones like yours who are kind of capitalizing and taking advantage of our connection these days. Um, yeah. So it's really cool that you kind of have been building this. And um, I do think a lot of, you know, a lot of people will continue to kind of start self-educating online versus, you know, just dropping a ton of money for the classic college education yeah you you guys in the states pay for a lot for your education yeah, i mean when i went to university i we it was free but yeah. uh yeah they brought in tuition fees the year after but even that was a thousand pounds a year so it is pretty insane how much you have to pay nowadays to educate yourself and and i agree you know when when lockdown happened at the start of 2020 I, um, I actually looked at my staff, everyone works from home, like that's my business model. Uh, so not a lot changed for us. Most of us had our kids at home all of a sudden, but that was about it. And 
I actually thought, hang on a minute, you know, I've, I've built up this sizable war chest, I call it. I always make sure that we have enough finances in the, in the school to be able to run it so that we could deliver the courses that we've committed to deliver. And actually, I said, you know what, let's, let's invest. I started recruiting at the start of the pandemic. Everyone was like, what are you doing? And I said, no, let's, let's get some people on board. We have some vacancies. I started investing in our contractors, um, many of whom had lost all their clients and saying to them, let's double, let's triple the expenditure that we have with you because let's invest now for the future. That was a scary thing to do, but we've grown by 80% this year as a result of that, which has been phenomenal. And it's not slowing down anytime soon. That's amazing. Seriously, like, thank you for that too. Honestly, there's a lot of companies that kind of, you know, pulled back a little bit. And I think as a, I'm a business owner myself, like there's times when you just have to kind of pedal to the metal take some chances and, you know, right. investing in yourself, I think is one of the most important things you can do, whether it's investing in a business or investing in education. Um, yeah. So tell us what kind of like the day-to-day life is like running Formula Botanica. Oh my goodness. Well, <laughs> it's, it's hectic. I mean, first of all, we receive like a thousand messages a week. So I have a, a whole st- a whole team that runs this massive help desk for prospective students, current students, past students. And that is just constantly churning away with emails, with calls, with chats, with DMs that come in on every platform. Then we run all of our classrooms and groups online. We run them through Facebook at the moment, which is where most of our students hang out. So we're constantly in there moderating. I have like nine team members who are in there round the clock because we're global. The world doesn't sleep when you look at it in that respect. So someone always has to be in there. We've got a team delivering the courses. So they're constantly teaching and answering tutor questions and grading coursework. We've got, you know, people in the background doing all the marketing and tech and the social media and the content. And I should point out, I host the podcast too. So I host our Green Beauty Conversations podcast and we churn out content all the time to the point that we're now a publishing platform. So we get over a quarter of a million readers on our blog and on our podcast every month. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a machine basically. <laughs> and it's fun because you know, there's all these different components and everyone works together really nicely, even though we're not all sat in an office together. And yeah, it's, it's uh, very exciting. And no one day is the same, I have to say, because we're dealing with so many people from so many different backgrounds all over the world. Um, so yeah, there isn't a standard day, but uh, it's always fun, I would say. No, that's so cool. Like seriously, you're, you're, kind of taking, I don't want to say take advantage of, but like you're utilizing our ability to connect so perfectly. Just the podcast. I mean, obviously huge advocate for having a podcast, the publishing platform, you know, you're educating people, you're putting out good content out there. Um, And then you're, I mean, ultimately as kind of a part of your marketing plan, you're using that, I'm sure to help get more people enrolled in courses. Um, So, but all at the same time, it's it's for a good cause too, which is you know extremely important. You're building a business; it's really cool. Um, so, like I said, you should be proud of yourself. Um, where do you see kind of yourself and Formula Botanica going in the future? Let's say one year, five years, and ten years from now. My goodness. Um, well. I've always had a vision of Formula Botanica being the bridge between the like DIY indie beauty community and the mainstream beauty industry. 
And when I first got into this, I used to go to these big cosmetics conferences and I'd go onto the stands, you know, tens of thousands of people in these giant like aircraft hangars <laughs> filled with stands, uh, these big corporate trade events. And I'd go onto these stands and I'd talk to ingredient suppliers. I'd talk to people who were in the cosmetics industry and they would sort of go, you do what now? And they would almost be like, they chased me off with a broomstick, you know, that was five years ago things are very different now. Now people are contacting us and going, hang on a minute, you have this huge influence. You are training up the big brands of tomorrow. We want in with you. And so we're bridging that gap really by bringing together the DIY community and the mainstream cosmetics industry. Because I think a lot of people forget that even Estee Lauder was at some point an indie beauty entrepreneur and she was just in a kitchen mixing up lotions on her stove you know and then selling a few bottles and of course nowadays it's a you know billion dollar company with tens of thousands of staff but everyone has to start somewhere so we're really bridging that gap and for me at some point i want to align formula botanica with formal education so that universities start to tap into what we're doing because of course we're diverting traffic away from universities. Mm -hmm. People are not going to study cosmetic chemistry because they're going, well, hang on a minute. You're not going to teach me about what a botanical ingredient is, what natural is, how I formulate in an organic way. You're also not going to teach me how to start a business. And I want all of those things. So I would rather go to Formula Botanica. And I've got, I've got teenagers who are studying with us. You know, they go to their parents and they say, I'm going to make a business case to you for not going to university. I want to study with these guys instead. In fact, one of my tutors enrolled with us when she was 13 years old, spent six years doing everything that we teach. And then we were like, you're so good. We want to employ you. So we now have like a 19 year old working for us who spent six years formulating. So we're training up the, the formulators of tomorrow. They're not chemists, they're formulators. So for me, the vision very much is to, to expand. I mean, we're big now. We have 11,000 students. I want, I want to get to 100,000 students. You know, I want to reach the entire world because as far as I'm concerned, every single person can learn how to make their own beauty products. And I would like formulation to be as commonplace as cookery. And that terrifies a lot of people when I say that, particularly the mainstream cosmetics industry. But I don't see why we shouldn't empower ourselves to learn how to do this because we're doing it with food. We're doing it with so many other parts of our life. Why can't we claim back what the beauty industry has taken from us over the last hundred years? That's amazing. I mean, that's, that's such like, you said 11,000 students. Yes. That's so cool. So you touched on something really important. I'm going to kind of dial it back a little bit and sort of make the sort of a, a metaphor of kind of what you said and what's happening. Um, you mentioned that you have to start somewhere. And I think, you know, whether you're educating yourself, whether you're starting a business, whether you're taking on a new hobby, you have to start somewhere. And that's what you did. You started somewhere, you know, you took the course. Um, and then kind of what you're seeing now and what you mentioned, now you're getting, you know, people reaching out to you. And when you're a business, you know, you have to start somewhere and it, it, there's a lot of times where things go slow. It doesn't happen, you know, right away. And, you know, you might get rejected a couple of times, but over time you put in this work and it starts to compound and grow and grow and grow and build and build. And then you get to sort of a tipping point where all this work starts to pay off. And I think, you know, that's kind of where, um, where you're sort of seeing like the, the fruit of all the work you put in is you've done all sort of the groundwork, you've built all, you know, the teams, the platforms, the technology, the courses, you're putting out good content. And now people are starting to come to you. And 
to the people who are in that phase of you, you're starting and you're building your business, like just my advice. And, you know, I'm sure hopefully you can chime in here too. just be patient, but keep working because that will happen. Like it happened with my business. Um, you, you know, you have to build all these things that no one ever sees and no one ever knows are there, but you build it once and then you can build on that. And these building blocks eventually start to form yes. something. So, um, that's something that I think, you know, is probably one of the most important things, you know, for anyone listening or, or paying attention or watching is one, take the first step and get started. And two, just keep at it and be patient. Um, so that kind of brings me to my next point, Lorraine, what's just sort of one action item that you could give to the average person to kind of take a step in the right direction, whether it's starting a business, whether it's educating themselves, whether it's being more environmentally friendly and sustainable. Um, it doesn't have to be one thing, but you know, what are just some tips that you could give to the, the average person out there to get started? Yes. Uh, first of all, just touching on what you said, I completely agree with you. It's like you have these building blocks that are stacking up and sometimes some of them fall down and you have to keep just putting them back up there. And I had to hear a lot of no's before I started to hear some yeses. So you have to be extremely resilient when you start out. Um, the advice I would have for anyone starting something new is really think about what your what your why is what is your passion what gets you out of bed in the morning you know what gets you out of bed in the middle of the night when something goes wrong you have to be driven and people often say to me that i'm the most driven person they've ever met and i don't say that lightly you know nothing really gets in my way i sort of batter down things along the way but that's because i know where i'm going and for me you know my why is like my kids my family I want to also prove myself having come up against that glass ceiling so many times and being told you can't have that promotion. You're too young. You're too inexperienced. Well, I've shown them. And for me, that is one of my big drivers. So you have to figure out what your big driver is that will just keep you going. Be that a new hobby, be that a new business, be that becoming more sustainable because, and just touching on the environmentally friendly component, it is not easy to change your life to become more environmentally friendly like my partner for instance says to me we can't fly more than once a year obviously we haven't flown at all this year nor did we last year actually to come to think of it but it's very hard to make that decision if that's something that is a big part of your life and you have to start to change things but you have to remember why you're doing it because ultimately that's the only thing that's going to get you to that the point of changing things great answer i love it um Last question, and I don't want to date ourselves because I'm sure people will be listening to this, you know, further down the line, but you said you've got some big plans coming up in the future for yourself and for Formula Botanica. So what does that look like? Well, I mean, we've hired like 22 people this year already, so it's been <laughs> phenomenal already. Um, for me, I mean, Formula Botanica, I, I often talk about it in terms of, it's like we've been building the engine for years. I've put so much time and energy and money and effort into building the foundations. And now it's time to go out into the world and really share our story with everyone. And again, like I said before, anyone can learn how to formulate beauty products, be that skincare, hair care, makeup, deodorant, baby products, men products. It doesn't matter. Anyone can learn how to do this. And now I want to get this message out. I mean, we're in 170 countries at the moment. Let's make that worldwide. I'm going to get into North Korea. I'm going to get into Antarctica. <laughs> we're going to get there somehow. And I really want to, to grow the business to the point that, yeah, we, we are a world, a global name, a household name. And it's going to take time to get there. And it's a bit of a crazy idea that I want to teach the world to formulate. But that's my big plan. 
Awesome. Well, to everyone listening, watching, go reach out, follow Formula Botanica. They've got obviously great staff ready to kind of help you um, get on your path to, to working on this. Lorraine, thanks for you know taking some time out of your day to share the story. It got me excited, got me inspired. Um, I really appreciate it. You know, you're doing great things. So again, I know you're you're busy, um, and I appreciate the time to to chat today. Thank you so much for having me. It's been really nice talking to you. Appreciate it. And as always, to everyone listening and watching, we appreciate you taking the time out of your day. Our goal is to just get the best, brightest leaders, scientists, CEOs in the clean tech, renewable energy, sustainable space, and just share their story and give you some action items to apply to your life. So as always, we appreciate your time and uh, stay tuned for the next episode of Going Green. Mm -hmm.